right, our time now being 34 minutes past four. Let's talk mom shaming versus mom-to-mom support. So being a mother is not for the faint-hearted. Mothers are responsible for the health, safety, and well-being of another human. While there's no one-size-fits-all option for parenting, some people believe that their way of doing things is the best way. Unfortunately, this often leads to a negative practice that's gained popularity in recent years, mom shaming. However, there is a new wave of mothers who recognize the importance of having a supportive group of peers who care about their well-being beyond motherhood. It may take a village to raise a child, but mom needs her village too. And that background from Intermountain Healthcare. But uh, to unpack this, we're joined by Mediva Harvery, CEO of Dandelion Breeze and founder of the Bold Women Program. Medina, good morning to you. How are you doing? Good morning, Asa. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thanks so much for joining us on such an important topic. I'm speaking from the perspective of a mom. Uh, we need this. So let's yes, talk. We do. Yes. <laughs> let's talk. Uh, first of all, mom shaming. What constitutes mom shaming? If we can give examples, and maybe you can share some of what you've experienced. Ah, oh, you know, there's a yin and a yang to this, Asa. As moms it's not an easy task i mean you just mentioned it you said that there's one size that definitely doesn't fit all we're Mm -hmm. also different we have different characters we raise our children differently and um my belief is that a mom knows her child you know and 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 there's a gut feel you know how to raise your child Mm -hmm. and the decisions you make often don't please others you know Mm -hmm. so that's where Uh, the shaming comes in. I think when shaming comes through, it's really from insecurity from the other. Yeah. You know, criticism is, it's not healthy. And I think it comes from when people feel indifferently and they want to pose their views upon you. Mm. That's where a lot of it comes from. Yeah. So so we've touched then on what it comes from in terms of insecurity and those who feel that their views on motherhood are grander than others. What Correct. about the pull-her-down syndrome, the PhD syndrome we talk about in, in, in women? I mean, in our trending topics with Bongani drama, we were just talking now, a, a, a Twitter war between Redi Tlabi and uh, Jacob Zuma's daughter. Uh, you know, what about that? Oh. You know, I, I'm not sure, hey, Asa, when it comes to that. It really, um, I reserve my opinion on that. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's challenging. You know, I can only speak from where I am. You know, I, I, I look at raising my own child. And um, I look at the difficulties where I had certain decisions that I wanted for her. And um, she felt completely differently as she grew up and became her mom herself. You know, I think we come from the fact of I was raised a certain way and especially the things that didn't apply to me or the things that I resented. Those are the things that I tended to protect from her, Mm. you know, and yet as she's become a mom, she sees things differently. And I think we have to be pliable and we have to be open because this is a new generation and a new world that we're living in. And, and you speak on something that's quite important then because now uh, your daughter becoming a mom will have her own style of raising her own child or children. And, you know, you might want her to maybe be an extension of your own motherhood style. How do you, uh, you know, I guess reconfigure that and, and change your mentality and talking of societal pressure as well and how it links to this? Well, 
it's huge. You know, you look at the generations today. I mean, and again, I come from maybe, say, the old school. And when you come from the old school, you know, it's a certain way. One thing is that discipline is extremely important. And I think that we all know what discipline means to each individual. Because children need discipline, for one. Mm. You know, and the way you discipline your child and the way another mom disciplines their child is completely different. Yeah. I mean, an example, you may not want your child to have sleepovers, but yeah. another mom chooses that their child can have sleepovers. So this criticism, you know, the insecurities of how we feel just with all the challenges that we have today. Then again, you get one mom that is a working mom and one mom that is staying at home. So the criticism, you know, and the shaming comes in again from that angle. But I believe that we just have to stand true to ourselves and do the best that we can for our kids. You know, I, if, if I look at um, my daughter, for instance, I mean, I made sure that I made the time, even as a working mom, to certain hours, mm. deliver her to school, pick her up from school, ensure certain things were in place. But half the time I was never there, you know, so I had to have the support groups in place to be able to assist me. And then you'd get a mom that was in a position where finances were fine, she was in a secure home, you know, and she could be there for her child day to day. So she delivered differently to her kid. And Mm -hmm. my mom, for instance, did things a certain way. There's certain um, cultural things that my mom would apply or, or, or do to me that I then carried forth to my daughter, but her being young and trending and different and in this new age, refused to take on those elements. So yeah. that's when the challenge comes in, where you have to stand firm and allow people to be the parent that they choose to be. Uh, mom guilt, how does that factor into how we shame each other as moms? We all experience mom guilt. You feel like you're working too hard. You feel like you're not working enough. You feel like, you you know, you, you shortfall on certain things. Does it play a role in how then we might end up shaming other mothers and compare ourselves to others, resulting in that shaming? I think a huge role. It definitely plays a role because you're not secure in yourself. Mm. You know, so um, you're doing the best that you can, and that's according to your role but it may not be the best for the child, you know, in mm. that instance, because you're really in survival mode. And um, say, for instance, if you're a single mom, you are feeling guilty. Yeah. You know, you tend to take the blame. You tend to blame yourself for everything that you're doing. And that guilt comes through, where in my instance is you tend to give more than you should. So you tend to spoil the child because you're covering up. You know, you're trying to patch things for things that are not there. Yeah. And that can turn against you in the long run. So it's not an easy task, you know. So you have to reach out. You have to be secure in yourself and know that you're doing the best for you and the best for your child and stand strongly to your own worth so that you don't allow that shaming to affect the guilt even more. Yes. So what kind of support do mothers need then, Um, especially first-time moms in your view? All the support you can get, um, whether you're married, you know, your partner, your friends, your family, communities, the groups around you. And I think you just need to speak. You know, so often we don't ask. Mm. We don't ask for support. You know, we just think that we are Einstein and we can do things on our own, you know, and 
everything out there is challenging, but all we need to do is ask and have the support that's around you. There's community support, there's online support, but we don't seek it because you're so consumed. So I think the experiences that we all go through, just like this amazing talk that we are having now, Mm. is we need to share as moms. Then you understand that you're not really alone. You know, many moms are going through things that are so similar. Some are supporting each other and some are shaming each other. And if we speak, you know, two or more in the crowd, Mm. definitely makes a difference. Alone we stand, but together we're stronger. So we just need to speak out and ask. All right. So that, that's, I guess, advice on how we can adopt uh, the more supportive role towards one another as, as moms. So let's reach out and also be secure, as you said, but also knowing that you're doing the best that you can. That is absolutely correct, you know, and just to stand firm in your belief, you know, but it obviously always needs to be shared with love because people that are giving you advice too, you know, it's always coming from a good place. Mm. It's never, well, if I talk about like grandparents, yeah. you know, and the generation and the friends and the sisters and the sisterhood, often it's coming from a good place, but often it may not be applicable to your child. So you need to have the discernment to also understand the character of your child, you know, what is good for them and what isn't, because you don't want it to be a battle. You don't want resentment. You have to try and find the flow. And again, not one size fits all. Yes. And talking about that, not one size fits all. How much of, uh, you know, understanding do we need to bring into the fact that it doesn't really get easier, motherhood? I think maybe there's also the misperception that the older your children get, the easier it does. But the older your children get, I find in my experience, I've got teenagers now, 16 and 13, the experience changes because their needs change. You're also growing as they're growing. So it doesn't necessarily become easier, but it does, it, it, it alternates. It changes or it alters rather, not alternate. So how do we understand that better? Oh, Asa, you know what? You are so right. You hit the nail on the head there when you said it doesn't get better. The bigger, the older, the bigger, <laughs> the challenge gets. The more questions as well. <laughs> <laughs> more debates. So, yeah, oh, for sure, because... You know, everybody has an opinion now. Mm. I mean, from where I'm sitting now, we're four generations. There's Mm. my mom, there's myself, there's my daughter, and now there's my granddaughter. And you find, I mean, as a grandparent, the love, it's it's so different. You know, there's no attachment. You're not the disciplinary. So for the child, you know, my daughter, for instance, it's challenging because she's got boundaries in place, and I have to adhere to those boundaries. And sometimes mm. you feel as the mom, you know, you know better. But you actually have to take a step back and allow your child to raise her child the way she sees fit mm. and step in when needed as a support, you know, not as the control. And then you get the grandparent, you know, who wants to even give more or who wants to have a say. Mm. And the generational gaps are huge. So you find yourself caught up in this, almost like a spider web. But you have to stand firm, make sure the boundaries are in place, and that everything that is done is for the goodness of the child. Absolutely. Let's leave it there for today. Always great chatting to you, Medina. Please do share your social media handles and how we get in, uh, get in touch with the Bold Women program. 
Well, we're on Instagram, and that is boldwoman underscore SA. We are also on Facebook as boldwoman. And then there's our landing page, you know, the website, which is www.boldwoman.co.za. And yes, please engage with us. We would love to connect as we have amazing dialogue, amazing events, and we have topics such as this, where we all come together and just share our stories, and you were referring to support, which is a great way where we all share support. Awesome. Thanks again for your time. Happy Wednesday. Oh, same to you, Asa, and thank you for having me. A pleasure. Medina Havari, CEO of Dandelion Breeze and founder of the Bold Woman Program. All right, let's talk Heritage Month, uh, talking the custodianship of national heritage sites. Now our time is 4.47 here on Sound Awake, and uh, we'll do that in just a bit.